Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Sarah. And this is No Sir, No Ma'am, a weekly podcast where we drag our timelines for being trash howevers. This week, we come to you with something a little different. A special episode! Yay! Which you will see in just a minute. But for now, if you want to get in touch with us, you can hit us up on Twitter at NSNM Podcast or through the hashtag NSNM. Or you can, uh, what can they do? Email us at nosernomam at gmail.com. Whatever works. Right. Or you can send us your life situations, your 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 problems, and we as old aunties or young aunties will we'll hook you up. We'll hook you up. We'll hashtag fix your life. You can do that at no sir no ma'am.saraha.com. Our disclaimer for today, I feel like our, our joint disclaimer for today is that today is not mm. a trash dragging episode. In fact, no, it is not. It is an educational one. I mean, I think yes, it is. All of our episodes are educational, really, but this one in particular, Sadra, hit it. <sighs> so, that <laughs> you start with this side. I don't even know. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to start this. Okay. But basically, um, today we want to do an episode about hair Woo. and specifically natural hair Woo. and even more specifically natural hair in Sudan. Woo. And before we lose all of like her three male listeners. <laughs> um, this is not going to be like a... It's not a tutorial. Be, like a beauty tutorial or a product review episode or any of that. We're going to try to look at hair from like a social perspective, I guess. Yes. Um, and God willing, we will do it under an hour. Inshallah. For a change. Also, I think that this... I, I would venture to say that this episode is not exclu- is not exclusively for the female audience it also applies to our male listeners because specifically that hair is also like also has an effect on them socially so i agree okay anyway i mean to to a lesser extent yes, but I, I, we'll get to that totally, later yeah. <clears throat> um i wanted to start this episode by asking you mm-hmm. Um, if your hair is natural, if yes, how long has it been? Okay. Have you always been natural? Okay. Did you transition? Did you big chop? Why did you do it? Ooh. How did you feel after you did it? How did you adapt? All of that. Tell us everything. Wow. Well, my hair is natural. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Let me just give you the quick rundown. My hair was natural for most of my life. Like from like zero to I want to say 20 or like, oh. yeah, like 19 or 20, my hair was completely Oh, natural. we've had completely different experiences, Have girl, we? but okay. So yes. my hair, yeah, so my hair was natural for most of my life. And then I went to okay. college and my hair was like, So, and it's like, now in hindsight, I think that I just wasn't, like we just weren't. You you weren't it, doing what you were supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, we weren't equipped to like yeah. deal with it. But I mean, right. So I had mushalt for most of my life, literally from like age, I want to say like five, until twenty, and I didn't mushalt for like the entirety. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then when I was in college, like my junior year of college, something I was just tired of mushalt, and I wanted like that like free hair done. And I wanted to and I. <laughs> And, like, that wasn't going to happen if I just let it out because... Mm-hmm. 
um, a, a friend of mine suggested that I like chemically straighten my hair and I was really mm-hmm. like no I don't want to do that that's gonna kill my hair because wait how old are you when this happened like 19 or 20 okay I want to say 19 and uh, I was like, no, because my whole life when we was like, la, as it's straightening, we got that shad with the Like, even Mokwa, my mother wouldn't let me akwishadi because she was like, la, la, it got that. So, anyway, so I was like freaked out about that. And then eventually I did it, but I did like the, the um, Japanese straightening, like chemical mm. straightening, which. Mm-hmm. Please don't do that. It, nobody, it, don't let them tell you that. Oh, it's not a chemical. It's a mawarishiru and all the. It oh, rebinds. Please no, no. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's terrible. I mean, it it makes your hair like bone straight. Yes, it which does. is what I was going for. However, but however, yeah, I did it. And the first downside. Listen, the first six months, I was in awe. Mm-hmm. It's bone straight yes living that white girl life fully my best (laughs) caucasian life that's what i was living Mm -hmm. my hair was bone straight it looked amazing amazing right for six months and then my hair started to grow like my actual (laughs) hair started to grow out Mm -hmm. and it started to break off and break off horribly i started to lose hair like like nobody's business and I ignored it for a while because I had a lot of hair and I didn't notice and then Mm -hmm. like maybe two years into it I was like I had maybe a third of my original hair density on my head well damn yeah and then I was like okay you know what I need to we need to just let it go because it was started to look ridiculous and I was straightening like I was flat ironing my hair Every time I washed it, mm-hmm. and it was just it was just making it worse. It was dry. It was breaking off. It was khafif, mm-hmm. whatever. And mean, so I decided that I let just let it go. And I wouldn't say I transitioned. I think I. I mean, yeah, I would say I big chopped. So I cut my hair from uh, below waist length to wow. shoulder, or just above the shoulder. Okay. And thusly began, well, actually, no, not really. My, my actual natural hair, I want to say my natural hair journey began mm-hmm. maybe another couple of years after that because I was also still straining. Like, I got my hair cut, but there was still, like, fiba gilisa from the, like, yeah, the straightening. Straight yeah, so it wasn't a complete, yeah. like, big chop. And the lady was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to need you to straighten your hair until you get it cut off because you don't want it to break off. So I was like, all right. right. So I kept flat ironing my hair and I did that for like a few years and then I was in Fisudan and it was like who's gonna be okay with you walking around with like <laughs> I feel yeah so I, I kept straightening it and then finally I was like this isn't working my hair is khafif it looks like crap I don't like it and I was tired I was tired of like doing that every week it was so time consuming ironically mm-hmm. um and so then I just decided fuck it I'm just gonna start like twisting my hair and not doing anything to it mm-hmm. and like trimming slowly to get all the heat damage off of it and now it's been i want to say five years that's my estimate low estimate five years of being like Mm -hmm. completely natural i only straighten my hair once a year um and yeah that's that's my story well all right Mm -hmm. okay how about you um completely different story um I 
decided to, first of all, mm. I had been like chemically straightening my hair, whether it was like a relaxer or um, the Japanese hinai or like keratin or whatever. Mm -hmm. Since I want to say the age of 12. Damn, dude. I think. Or 13. Really? Maybe. Yeah. How did. Um, was it. Okay, can I ask a question? Mm -hmm. Was this your. Like your choice or. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, definitely. And your mom was cool with yeah. that? She was like, yeah, just go ahead and. Do I it. mean, she wasn't cool with it, but she was like, okay, fine. <laughs> fine. Whatever, I guess. Okay. Like it's on your head. Right. You're going to have to deal with it. Right. Um. And so I did, and that lasted for most of my life until 2015, I want to oh, say. Oh, wow. Um, when I was living in uh, Dubai, so what I would usually do is just, like, do a, like, smooth keratin treatment mm -hmm. and then, like, flat iron it um, when, you know, I washed it or whatever. Right. And I was actually okay with that. I liked straight hair, you know, mm -hmm. it was, I didn't think it was that time consuming. Mm -hmm. um, but living in Dubai, which is the hottest and most humid <laughs> place I have ever lived in. At one point I was like, fuck this. all of this. I cannot do this. It is not working for me. <clears throat> and also like I couldn't find a good hairdresser mm. and, and him, it was just a lot of stuff. Right. Um, so I decided to transition Um, and I just stopped, like, um, chemically straightening it, and I let it kind of grow mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure I've told you this before, but, like, when I decided to do that, I didn't know what to expect because I didn't know what my actual hair texture was. Like, right. I had no idea. Right. I was like, what, yellow, but I don't <laughs> know how this is going to turn out, you know? Um, so I transitioned for a bit, and then I did the big chop, Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it since 2015. Right. I've been, um, natural. Uh, do you straighten at all? Like, do you flat iron it at all? Uh, maybe like once a year mm -hmm. or some, twice a year or something. Mm -hmm. I hardly straighten it. It's gotten to the point where when I do straighten my hair, I feel like I look weird. Right. Like it doesn't. I don't look like myself, Listen. which is kind of uh, strange. I feel that. But um, <clears throat> when I finally went natural, I was actually very grateful that there was already a whole ass community Word. out there. You know, people with like roughly the same hair texture Word. on the internet telling you, okay, this is what's wrong and this is what you need to do to get your shit together. Because if it wasn't for that, I don't know what I would have done with my hair. Like, I had no idea how to actually take care of it. Right. And I actually I actually discovered the natural hair community super late into my thing. Because, okay, well, okay so when I big chopped, it was maybe like 2009, I want to say, or 2000, mm -hmm. 2008. And I didn't know. Like, I didn't know that I could go on YouTube and just, like, look it up. and like Or, like, that they were, like boards you know like web boards or whatever <laughs> okay. I have, so I was just like well I guess I'm stuck with this and I think it, I mean me and you are different I already knew what my texture was like and I hated it right and right. I didn't hate it because I thought it was ugly I hated it because of like 
it, you thought it was a lot of work. Yeah, like that childhood trauma of like, oh, and especially and then like yeah. like the back of your head. And I think also because my like my mom and I, our hair texture is completely different. So I mm-hmm. inherited my mother's long hair and like the thickness Mm-hmm. But I inherited that from her, but I inherited the texture from my dad's side. And even my dad's right. side, like my ammati. So it's like okay. coarse, like really the sort of like coily, weird hair, but it's also like thick and long. So my mother would be like, it would literally take a weekend to Amashatari. Because mm-hmm. it was just that was just that much hair, and she would just Aww. complain the whole time. Like, oh, Katafani, we yarni. Ah, ma bad shi mushadik da. Ana shadik ma zay shadik ma bad. So, Aww. yeah, and so I grew up with that trauma. Right. So like I'm not like I'm, I'm not blaming her. I probably would have reacted the same way if I was dealing with it. But like, I mean, yeah, I understand. You know, but so when from, I like but... went natural, I was just like, oh, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do with this. Like, I can't do this. And so mm-hmm. I feel like that's also part of the reason why I straightened it all the time because I was just like, this is just easier. But that, that <laughs> like, so I didn't know that there was, you know, p- there are people out there who are like sh- showing how they... Doing the yeah, good work. Yeah, exactly. And I only discovered it maybe t- 2012. Oh, okay. Yeah, 12 maybe, yeah, when I started mm-hmm. like... Well, I, I guess that's that's when it started getting big, um, bigger, mm-hmm. I think. And you had like more YouTubers doing it and um, they were also getting paid for it. And they had like, you know, collaborations with brands right. on products and stuff. Um, I think that's kind of when it blew up. So um, when I got into it in 2015, it was actually very convenient because mm-hmm. everything was there. Ready. And, you know, you could look up like what products you needed and you know um yeah what else was i gonna say but what i what i wanted to ask um is what was everyone's reaction when you stopped flat ironing your hair and you're like okay big hair don't care this right. is you know get um, used to it just like family and work and stuff and like people on the street and khartoum because you know right well Okay, I want to preface this by saying that I didn't start wearing my hair out mm-hmm. until recently. Uh, like, like not okay. in a twisted state or something, or like a bun or okay. whatever, like actual out. So when I started, when I like decided, I'm not going to straighten anymore and whatever, whatever, um, I was wearing my hair in twists. And that confused people a little bit. Like my family was cool with it because they were like, oh, it's just Michelle's. But mm-hmm. I felt like the Sudanese society at large was confused because they were like, but it looks like it. And so a lot of people would be like, oh, I really like your dreadlocks. And I'm like, I don't understand. Sis, these aren't dreadlocks. Like, People's, what? Um, like Sudanese people's fascination. With dreadlocks? With just like any kind of textured hair yeah. that you're wearing out. Yeah. Well, I think people, like you know. I, I remember one of the first people that I saw 
like go natural, like all out, mm -hmm. you know, Afro and all of that was my cousin. And I remember once she came to Sudan and then Mishit Dukan with my other cousin. Um, and she had like her Afro out mm -hmm. because, you know, that's how it grows out of her head. <laughs> And Bitata Dukan asked the other cousin, she was like, and Bitti Min Wen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. And um, my cousin, um, the one with the afro, heard her and she was like, oh, I'm Jamaican. Bitata <laughs> 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 Dukan was like, oh my God, really? What? Oh, I mean, so <sighs> ma'am, it's. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I was going to say ahead. that people um, would either like ask me if they were dread like be like oh you have dreadlocks or whatever or they mm -hmm. would yell stuff out like rasta and i'm like uh, they're not locks hello hi <laughs> or they would assume that i was something else they would assume but that i was like if ethiopian were locks so what like shouting that at me what purpose what does, it, does it serve listen i don't know but I it made the person confused. feel better i'm sure so whatever okay whatever helps you sleep yeah, at night exactly i guess But okay. people would assume that I was, like, Ethiopian or something mm -hmm. else. Like, oh, Intimin yeah. or, like, are you African? Well, we are all African, but thank you. Yes. Y <laughs> yes. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's really, that was kind of the reaction. And I remember being confused by it and then eventually being like, oh, I can't be bothered to, like, correct every single person or whatever. If you want to think I'm Ethiopian, if you want to think these are locks, go ahead. I don't care. And then when I started wearing my hair out, people would be like, oh, my God, like, what is this? I would drive and see people, like, their eyes get all huge. Or whatever, like, these kind of comments. And honestly, I wasn't as bothered by it as I thought I would be. Probably because I just didn't have any fucks to give anymore. Oh, I get that. Yeah. You just, like, you don't <clears throat> care because it's your hair and it's on your yeah, head. And if you don't and like are it, these people fine. paying your bills? No, no they're not. Exactly. So what do you care about their opinion? Pretty much. No, I get that. Yeah. But I don't understand, honestly, um, like this, not even fascination, just like, Well, like I having, think because it you is. You coarse or like kinky hair or whatever. Like, I don't understand. It's like genetically, yeah. I'm guessing at least a good smooth 70% of the country has, has this hair. some type of textured. Like, yeah. either very curly or like kinky or coily mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. why, why is it so crazy? When you choose to wear it out in its natural state, I don't understand. Well, like, why does it bother people so much? Like, why is everyone so shocked? I think, um, yeah. but it's like, bruh, it's my genes. Both my parents are Sudanese. This is what, you know, yeah. God decided to do on my head. That's it. Like, yeah. what do you, yeah. I, I think I, I used to ask myself the same question a lot, especially when I go to like, hair salons and get my hair done and have them complain about my hair texture and be <gasps> oh like it's God. so difficult oh, the absolute worst and honestly Zara, without fail at least once if not twice or three times within the session 
the hairstylist would recommend you know, I get a relaxer. Well, you know what? Here's the thing, though. It's better that they recommend you get a relaxer than actually just do than it. Than actually mix relaxer in the shampoo, which they like, do. Surprise you, which they do. Which they do. And that's, that's my why point. I, yeah, and that's why I stopped going because I was like, I don't want to risk that. Hell no. Yeah, no, that's but, not happening. So then I started asking myself, like, why is, is it just me? Is my hair that bad that like every time I go? Somebody has to like recommend that I get a relaxer. I shouldn't have thought we'd I'm like, Shad is already thawed, bitch. That's why you're complaining. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> and so then I would I would look around and see that nobody has my hair. Nobody has right. curly hair. Like, I didn't realize how many Sudanese girls like chemically relaxed their hair or just kept mm-hmm. their hair straight to the point of like heat damage until I started, right. until that happened to me and I started to like make myself take notice like i would look around everybody has relaxed hair like right but that i i think this also comes from um what we were talking about last week um with the whole like skin bleaching thing and right the whole like arab influence and you know lighter skin is better and in that same um beauty standard mm-hmm light skinned is better and, and so is straight like, hair you know yeah. like softer straighter hair yeah. and um, i think we've reached a point where people are surprised because they're not used to seeing that everybody come on my show oh yeah like up until like your teenage years or whatever or even like yama like people were just right. but now it's like your hair is always straight. Like my mother would have never allowed me to straighten my hair for any special occasion. Because I was very stubborn and obviously my mom was like, oh, fine. Like, <laughs> but like now, I'm tired. now people will like, will do it without their kids asking. You see what I'm saying? Right. And I think mm-hmm. that like, like you said, uh, a big part of it is, you know, that 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 influence of like, we want to be like Arab or you know these like Eurocentric beauty standards or whatever. But it's also just like people are surprised because they don't see that anymore. Either it's a tarha and you know they don't see your hair, or your hair is straight. So when your hair is curly or coily or kinky or whatever, they're like, what? You mean this the, exists? The, the thing is, um, like, a huge part of that is so toxic of because course. I've seen. Um, my cousin's daughters, who are like five and seven, I want to say, mm-hmm. and who have like very coily, very thick, very coarse hair. Mm-hmm. Everyone is like, mm-hmm. and like their mom, bless her heart, like she's obsessed with changing their hair texture. Mm-hmm. Obviously not chemically because they're too young, but like, because she she's just, she can't accept that that's just their natural hair. But it's also like the stigma that's attached with it. Like, she, you know what I mean? Like maybe she's not thinking of this consciously, but I'm sure subconsciously it's like, I don't want my kids to be labeled as... You know, they, like I, I don't want this label that. to carry it's because and that's my boy, hoofy, exactly. right? Exactly. People are horrible. And the thing also is that her girls are very, very light skinned. Um, so everyone's like, oh my god, 
But they're so light. Listen. But why is their hair like that? Listen. <gasps> Correlation. I have had this conversation so many times with people who are like, but she's light-skinned. How is her and hair so... I'm like, what <laughs> does that have to do with anything? Like, I had a conversation mm-hmm. like this with my cousin. We were watching a YouTube video, and she was like, but this girl is so light. Why is her hair so hishin? I was like, bruh. And then I mentioned, like, five people in our family. Zero. And she, Zero and she was like, oh, yeah. I was like, what? What are you... How is this even a thing? Why is this, like, light equals automatically... You know, like Shad Scientifically, there is no, no correlation. correlation. None. The gene that makes your skin dark or light or whatever is not really related to whatever gene decides what your hair texture. Hello. <sighs> Listen. <laughs> okay. Um, but what I was going to say was that I... You know, I think your your comment about it being toxic is totally true. And not just, I mean, it starts so young. We know that already with the example you yeah. gave. But it, like, carries over. And even though, like, I, I feel like I'm, the, I'm more confident as, like, when my hair is curly and big and whatever than I am when my hair is straight. I love my, okay. like, I love my natural yes, texture. Girl. Yeah, yeah, I live for it. <laughs> like, I, like, stunt when I feel, like, when my hair is doing its thing and whatever. But isn't, isn't that something that you have to learn Of as course, well? yeah, but my point because is, these- my point isn't, isn't that. My point is that when I straighten my hair, the one time a year I straighten my hair. Oh, I can imagine. I go through, like, every day I have to sit with myself and be like, okay. You can do this. Your natural hair is beautiful. Your curly mm-hmm. hair is coming back. Don't worry. You're not going to get heat damage. These people's compliments are not going to make your hair permanently straight. Right. Because people are like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. Oh, my God, your hair is so amazing. I'm like, right. because it wasn't amazing before. And they're like, I mean, no. I mean, it was nice before. But, like, oh, my God, your hair is so. I'm like, uh, and that can really. And that's. Like, that's what I meant when I said that you like you have to actually love, like learn yeah. to love and enjoy your natural and it doesn't stop because the body, yeah you? it doesn't stop once um, you've once you've started like once you've convinced yourself that you love your hair and once you start loving your hair truly that doesn't mean the halas you're done because every every year I go through the same internal struggle of like oh my god is my hair really nice or straight like oh my god am I but because but how do you do that? How do you come to accept your natural texture when everyone's telling you otherwise? Like these these little girls, my cousin's daughters, their like their hair is such like a topic all the time mm-hmm. that everyone talks about in front of them to them and whatever that they're also obsessed with their hair like every time you talk to one of them she's like ah, mm-hmm. i'm like you're five what are yeah. you doing go yeah. play what yeah. is this yeah and i don't know how they're gonna get out of that i'm really worried for them because i need people should give them a, a break like what agreed. is this agreed first of all they're five like why do you even care i don't understand you shouldn't care in general, but uh-huh. they're like Shara, toddlers. And, and exactly. But here's the thing. I think what I've been doing is just like complimenting people's hair texture. 
like little especially mm-hmm. little kids i'm like oh my god your hair is so pretty or whatever or blah 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 like mm-hmm. especially if they have like curlier hair or like coily or kinky hair because they're not going to hear that from anybody and, mm-hmm. and for me i think it also helps that that we're ex- we're a little bit more exposed mm-hmm. so like you come you know i come to the states or i have you know friends who live outside and they have different views on on hair and hair texture i mean not not always but there's there's Mm -hmm. that diversity of opinion so like that's our privilege in that way of like being around people who appreciate and accept that but i think like for me being for sudan like that's my mission and, uh, I, and that's part of the reason, no, honestly, that's part of the reason. And I fully support your yeah, project. And that's part of the reason why I wear my hair out and curly so often. Because, I mean, like, I don't want to always have it out. But I feel like it's a statement to have it out. Like, listen, this is my hair. Hi. And this is probably also yours. And you shouldn't feel bad so, about it, you know? Right, right. And I, I feel like... Um, because people have exposure to at least social media right and because um natural hair is such like a popping movement right now Mm -hmm. that sudanese people are kind of starting maybe a little bit to change their view Mm -hmm. on you know like wearing your hair natural however not any kind of natural girl oh yeah they gotta be curly okay there's like this obsession of curls and length yeah and that's not what accepting your natural hair is about it's easy to the thing is like if if you look at all like the natural hair gurus or whatever on social media um what started out as a movement to like help women you know accept their own beauty and their own texture and all of that turned into another hierarchy of what good hair is because Mm -hmm. even when you see um like the youtubers and stuff that get um more views and you know they get to do more collabs and they make more money and whatever it's a very specific type of natural hair it's curly yeah it's It's nothing more than curly curly Curly. to wavy that like has a lot of hang time. It's like you know, right. super long or super right, you know, whatever. right. It's hair that you need to diffuse. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because every time I'm Who watching a tutorial and I see that diffuser, I'm like, yeah. nope, not, not gonna not work for me. For me. Okay, I thanks. have all of the volume in the world. Yeah. I do not need this, sister. Yeah, but um, so that's also a problem yeah. because. Like what is what is this thing I becoming? Think, I think it's the same. Can, I mean, can the four C's not flourish in peace? It's like, an what extension is of it's an extension of the beauty. You know the like the standards that that ironically the movement is try, was trying to like combat by becoming a movement. You know like this exactly. whole like your proximity to to like whiteness or your proximity to straight hair is. It, like the closer you are the better you are or whatever mm-hmm. and i think for sudan that's that's always been a thing right. but and now i mean and now that there's this like you know curly hair natural hair movement it's it's still the same it's still like oh my hair is you know like oh oh these curls are so but it's like since you have a wave like right yeah i i agree <laughs> So I feel like it's it's kind of becoming more acceptable 
as yeah. long as you're in like the safe threes. Yeah. Like a good three. A good three B. Yeah. Curl is all right, yeah. but God forbid you get into like these coils and stuff. And which is insane because that's not the point. Also, the that point was, is that you can do anything with any hair. Exactly. And it can be gorgeous. Exactly. That's not exactly. Also, that was a really hard lesson because when I started noticing that people were like getting more into natural hair and whatever, and and all these dudes were tw- you know like tweeting, oh, I want a girl who's curly, and I was like, okay, all right, and then I realized what curly meant to them. <laughs> didn't we discuss um, Kendrick's verse on humble? Yes. Where yeah. he's like, oh, show me something natural, like, like an afro and rich. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Not not these Negroes no, on the internet. They They're after all that. like the Instagram models with like the super shiny, that listen, you know, down to the bottom of your back curls. That found bay account and all the curly hair girls that like have right. you know the like poster they're like the right. poster children for curly hair and there was all a, of the curly accounts there was all the, of them there was this period of time where like Sudanese guys on Twitter would be spamming my timeline with these chicks oh my god curly hair is so beautiful and I'm like you realize that not all curly is that right like and like I'm, I'm not even hating. Like yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm just saying your that, like, curls are popping, sis. Yeah, you know, work that three B. But, but that's not that's not everybody's hair. Like when you when we say curly, we don't necessarily mean that texture. Like right, that's a we, huge we, range. When we say natural, I don't even necessarily mean curly. Agreed. Because some people have with it. like yeah. coarser hair, they don't have curl definition, True. and that's fine. True. Like, that's not... I don't understand this obsession of the curl and the length. Yeah. Like, I, I don't... Well, I think that's in I our think culture. I'm, the length definitely yeah. is in our culture. has always well, been. Yeah. And I think it just, like... Yeah. You know, it just, like... In every culture. Yeah, and it's just moved with the time. So, like, now it's mm-hmm. curly and length as opposed to just mm-hmm. straight and length or just length. But... Like, that's another thing with the whole, like, natural hair movement is that there's also... Um, I feel like there's a lot of looking down on women who still like chemically straighten their, their hair, hair or they wear weave or wigs or whatever. And that's insane. But, like, it's a choice, you know? It I'm is not choice. saying natural hair is better. You do whatever works for you. Also, a lot of women can't wear their natural hair because of I don't, work Things. or something, yeah. you know? Like, mm-hmm. not all workplaces are you know have the same level of tolerance right. to natural hair that's what i was going to ask you actually like how is it for you at work oh nobody cares okay i i think it's um like if you're i don't know a lawyer or like a corporate banker mm-hmm. or something um they're very strict on what you need to look like mm-hmm. um but i feel like in more creative industries Um, people are more accepting, especially in fashion. Everyone's like, oh my God, I love your hair. Right, right, right. Oh, what do you do? Oh. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's never really been a problem for me. Right, because I was saying, I was, try- was going to say that I don't, I can't really like speak for 
the workplace because as a freelancer mm-hmm. like I don't care what my clients think of my hair like I mostly don't even have to see my clients because I just right. do it through email but like when I started I was like twisting my hair and I kept it in a bun when I was working like an office job and mm-hmm. part of that was also like I don't I don't want to have that discussion with people at work of like Mm-hmm. why is your hair doing that or what are you you know like what is it why does it look like that or whatever <laughs> right. or right. and I, I see that discussion with my cousin all and, the time and, when she goes to work like the days where mm-hmm. she you know her hair is not bone straight where like she'll like do a twist out maybe on her hair or she'll have a, like a little bit curly or wavy they'll be like and this is like from male and female co-workers alike and i'm like how is that any of their business why are you even allowing mm. them to have these conversations with you like listen uh that's ridiculous i yeah that's and that's it has insane. nothing to do unfortunately it has very little to do with professionalism and everything to do with like what will people say but what will your co-workers what will your male right. your male co-workers say let me show you um but there is there is this this idea everywhere um that natural hair is not doesn't look professional which is like what does that mean what does that mean uh, uh, you know my hair the way it grows out of my head yeah it's clean it's healthy it's hella shiny and it smells really nice i don't like what more do do you want exactly to like fit in this listen what is professional it i mean the idea of professionalism i feel is like regulated by like white you know yeah concepts i mean yeah um i just this this idea that straight hair equals professional hair is is bogus to me like that should not be as long as my hair is clean and neat and even neat i don't even want to use the word neat because even that carries its own connotation but like just just clean as basically. long as my hair I think is that's, clean that's the minimum requirement and it's for your hair to be clean and to like stay on the top of your head and that's pretty much I it i just don't understand i know but like um obviously this whole idea of why you know black hair is not acceptable everywhere Yeah. <sighs> I feel like we talk about white supremacy on every single episode and I can't yeah. anymore. It's But it's a part true of our lives. Because yeah. remember um, the South African girl in that high school in Pretoria um, oh, who was yeah. suspended for wearing like a big ass afro. Um, in South insane. Africa. Insane. In It's crazy. South Africa. It is crazy. Like I do not understand. Just, It is the way her hair literally grows out of her scalp like she's not doing anything crazy or because i know like a lot of these schools with like the uniforms and stuff they have like very strict rules about what you can and can't do don't color your hair or whatever exactly like you can't have blue hair whatever and even like i think even that is crazy but like 
just being suspended for wearing your hair the way it naturally grows so out stupid. of your scalp is in insane. South Africa. <laughs> it's so, in so surreal. South Africa. So surreal. And also, um, you know we can't have an episode without talking about French trash. Well. Um, the French are also not huge fans of natural hair. Surprise, surprise. I don't know if you remember in December um, when there was the whole like Miss France debacle. Ah, oh my God. So the current Miss France is Miss Guyane. Mm-hmm. Um, so she is black, very light skinned but black mm-hmm. and um prior to the whole like miss france election she wore her hair natural like in that um Rimple. official photo thing that mm-hmm. they do before the actual contest mm-hmm. like her hair is in a big afro it's gorgeous she's so beautiful with like her hair is doing its thing right. you know? like it's living its life um when she was elected, first of all, Twitter, like French Twitter, ha- had a collective heart attack. <sighs> um, obviously, there were like the very openly racist tweets. Okay. Like, I remember reading a tweet where someone was like, Oh my God, uh, is this Miss France or like Miss Slavery? What the fuck? Ew! Oh my God, ew! <laughs> Dear France, please Dear don't. Please, please stop. refrain. Um, and then there were other people who were like, oh, my God, she's so gorgeous. But, uh, ew, that hair. Like, would they need to do something to her hair or whatever. And there were just, like, so many of these comments. Like, oh, they need to fix her hair. You know, like, it's... I can't. Of course they do. You cannot imagine... Like, of course they did. I'm so sad for her hair now. It looks, first of all, um, it just constantly looks like it was done by a white person who does not know how to do. Who's afro never hair. touched an afro head in their life, ever oh, in the universe. Oh my god! Um, and obviously, they're trying so hard to like sleek it down. It's just, it's not working. It's not, I'm like, I think having big hair was like a huge part of, you know, why she looked so popping. And the hair is no more, so. That's sad. That is (sighs) very sad. I mean. And speaking of aesthetics, um, Mm -hmm. I would also, I mean, on on a positive note, I'm also noticing like on a, you know, within like, young Sudani Twitter or like young Khartoum kids, men, young men, that mm-hmm. like hair is coming back. So let me just say that in like the 60s and 70s, all of our parents, all of our dads had like banging afros, huge, flourishing, whatever. And, and then they also all the Hadendoa since the beginning of time. Hello. And then <laughs> What's they, up? they grew up and and then decided that, oh, if you have an Afro son, you are, you know, right. and I just don't understand how you can 
live your youth in exactly the same manner and then somehow come and judge your child for doing the same thing that you were doing. But mm-hmm. but anyway, that aside, I think it's really nice that, that young men are also like, and I, this isn't necessarily a texture thing or like a, but just in terms of like look. We're so used mm-hmm. to, you know, guys being like clean, cropped hair. Like you don't ever right. see what their hair looks like because it's always like a one on their head or whatever Mm -hmm. and now it's like guys are starting to grow their hair out a little more you know they're starting Mm -hmm. to like experiment I've seen like few guys who are locked I've seen like you know um big afros or like curly fros or whatever and I just I love that I love that there is that representation now but I will also say that because I was sitting in a cafe Minding mm-hmm. my black ass business. Oh God! And next to me was a conversation. That's the beginning of every tragic story. <laughs> it's just you like minding your business, and then you know everyone coming for you. Next to me was a conversation taking place between a young man and two young women. And I was—I mean, from what I—I oh, I feel like you've already told me. I think you've told you the story it's before. So funny. From what okay. I've gathered, from what I gathered from like you know their conversation and how they were sitting and what they look like, I mean, the, the general vibe, I felt mm-hmm. like the dude was trying to like either mack on one of the girls or just like impress in general. And so they were talking about hair, mm-hmm. and the guy's like, "Oh, you know, I just." I mean, I tried growing my hair out into an afro, but it just doesn't work because my hair is like too soft. And yeah, and an afro is the Beatles. And first of all, I cackled out loud. Thankfully, I had headphones <laughs> in, so it just looked like I'm I was sure laughing at something did. I was listening to. But that killed me because the young man had a smooth. I like if I were to give a low ball estimate, mm-hmm. maybe a, like a four A texture. Okay. Definitely too curly to call himself the Beatles at the very least. No ma like coily or kinky adil. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like your hair is beautiful the way it is, bro. You don't have to like convince us and shout out Sabibi. Yeah, and I feel like this back it's like a backhanded insult at we Afro all textured know hair. That the devil is alive. Like, why are you claiming to like Afros and then put them down in the same like I feel like, oh I tried, but well, like my know, hair is just too good. You know? You know, <laughs> like why are you putting it down? If your hair can't grow into For an afro, what? For just don't bring it up. Why? This whole like, oh, I tried to grow my hair in an afro, but like my hair is too sabibi for that. Like, but a sis. lot of girls do that as well. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying like it's not just a girl issue. It's a girl and guy issue. We both have this ugda, and it's sad. It's sad because nobody cares. Like we shouldn't care. It shouldn't matter. It should not matter. It really shouldn't. And if 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 your hair is straight and super soft and masubsub, girl, good on you. Yeah, That's live your best life. a lot life. of time you're going to save on wash days and stuff. Like, I salute you. But also, like, there yeah. is absolutely nothing wrong with having coarser hair. And I just want people to assimilate that. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. That's, I think that's really the 
the the bottom line. Just accept it. And Just make accept your, your, your hair texture if, however it is. And accept yeah, other people's if, hair texture however exactly. it is because it's not yours and it's not growing out of your head and you don't got to worry about it. That's exactly. really what it is. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, and for people who say, oh, it's just hair. Like, why is this, you know? Right, right. Like, <laughs> a lot of people are like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like, why would you do an episode? It's just hair and nobody cares. It's not just it's hair. Not, it's not. It, it has a it lot of clearly implications. isn't just Social hair. and otherwise. And also, hair specifically has... Um, like a very, um, and I don't want to go like all hippie and kumbaya on you, but it has a very like spiritual significance in a lot of cultures. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know, like for Sikhs and, um, like Rastafarians Mm -hmm. and, um, I don't, it's just like, even in the Bible and stuff, like it's, it's not, it's never just. Hair. And even, I mean, even within Sudanese culture, hair is not just hair. Right. Especially for women. Hair is not just hair. Right. It's Especially like for women. Your, uh, it's like your value. It's literally right. how people determine your value. I remember when I right. wanted, I was like, you know, I was, when I, after I cut, after I big chopped and I was sick of my hair and it was heat damage and and I was like you know what I'm just gonna shave it off I'm just mm-hmm. gonna uh, I just that's what mm-hmm. I want and mm-hmm. my mother was like I will die <laughs> well yeah she was like first of all which is like what because what is science because what is biology what is like what anything and then and that was like that's the threat من زمان مين اللي نحن نشوفه بيقولنا كده لا لو قصتي عليك تاني ما بقوم هو لو ما قام المشكلة شنو لو أنا دايرة وقصيرة هو ما قام تاني ها this is not what that, I want that's why but I it's say like, it's yeah, it's but, never just hair exactly. and I don't mean like the actual strands just like the idea the concept of hair because um, like even women who decide to like حلقوا شعرهم or whatever yeah. Um, whether consciously or not, it has like a very significant um, like social impact mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because whether they want it or not, they're kind of um, challenging the idea of what femininity right. is because people attach that to hair and right. you know, it's never just hair. And the other thing that so the second point is, First of all, which means your value as a woman is like shot. Dead. Yeah. You're done. Second, what are people going to say? Mm-hmm. Right? This whole idea of like how you look, whether it be, you know, your skin tone or whatever, or your hair is a reflection of you toward, to other people. And those right. other people have the right to dictate what you yeah. should look like because that might make them uncomfortable. You don't want to do that. You don't mm-hmm. want to make other people uncomfortable by cutting your own hair. So, right. like, it's never just hair. Hair has a huge impact on how people view you, which is insane in itself. But, like, for us to not have this discussion is stupid because we're ignoring a very large part of, like, like social identity. I, first of all, identity and two social yeah. dynamics. Like mm-hmm. a, a girl with long hair. Yeah, I must say, I'm going to 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 say, I'm going
Right. You can't tell me that the carrot isn't significant. If that's your like that's the the top three that come out of your mouth. If that's part of your criteria, then clearly exactly for your life partner is that is a shadow tawil or that bit shadow or ana dara walad you know shadow sabibi because ana shadi khishin. So I want to balance that out. It's like generate. <sighs> you're thinking generations ahead. Like I'm just like this is more than just the you know the keratin grown out of my gut. right right. I also read a really interesting article. I'll try to send you the link about um, slaves in South America mm-hmm. and how they used to map out like the escape routes mm-hmm. from the plantations by braiding each other's hair. That's incredible. Which that is, is incredible. Like it, it blew my mind. Listen, I, yeah. That's... And then it reminded me that even in Sudan, like, al-mushat is also a social thing. Like, women yes. get together, <laughs> like, be mushito ba'ad. And, like, it's... it's uh, Thank listen, you for, for reminding <laughs> me of that. I wanted to make that... I wanted to, to, to bring that up, and I forgot. So, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, like I said, when I was a kid, all the time. Mushat, mushat, mushat. And that was always, like, a thing in my family. Or, like, specifically one side of my family. Of, like... <laughs> that was like the thing. Even though al mushat indana for eons, habobatna mushatat, habobat habobatna mushatat. The beginning of time, mushat is in our culture. And yet, when I was a kid, it was always like, oh my god, ha ha, look at your hair, it's mushat. You must be habashi or whatever. And then I grew up with that like chip on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And then al mahim azaman dad uya and now people are doing our like bit mashato and and that's a thing now right. oh that was like the huge like wow fashion <laughs> right. and i was like and i remember being really bitter like my entire life i've carried this thing of like people making fun of me for my hair and now you want to call it a style now you want to it's now it's in right. fashion but now it's now changed. it's trendy right and, now it's yeah. trendy and then now like then after that it was al mushat bishan like with extensions mm-hmm. and that was a huge like social thing of like inti bit mushat bishan first of all معناتها ما عندك شعر right and secondly معناتها انتي حيتاني انتي ما سودانيه انتي ما شنو انتي ما شنو then there are all these other like ridiculous implications of like oh you're a whore or you're whatever which I, oh, I've heard right. the gamut of that but then now it's changed and now everybody's doing it mm-hmm. and the same thing was with weave like people would make fun of that and be like it's haram and people still argue that it's haram but like you know they'd be like oh uh, but now everybody doing it yeah listen we won't get into right that. because sudan is like right smack in the middle of scandinavia <laughs> of course <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> like, but now it's like normal now everybody's doing it now you know and it's just like if people would realize that these like cyclical first of all everything is cyclical secondly that this is so it's so fickle and it changes so but quickly I, it, I feel like besides being cyclical there's the very important component of capitalism well um, okay because a lot of things are unacceptable until people start making shitloads of money. 
see. And then it becomes popular. Right. Which is um, also what's happening with, like, natural hair products and stuff. Sure. Um, For the longest time, a lot of women have always had natural hair their whole entire lives. Right. And they didn't have the adequate products because nobody was making them because they They thought there was no money in that. Right. And now that it's profitable and it's super trendy and stuff, they want (sighs) to... Yeah. Listen, I was going to talk about Shea Moisture, but oh, let me, nah. maybe not. Let uh, No, I decided <laughs> that no, I'm not going to go there. Well, just no. I, I mean, I don't know. I just, I think we, I think in Khartoum, at least in like pockets of people who are exposed to social media and whatever, I think this idea of natural hair is changing. But I also think that... In the bulk of a Sudan, people still have natural hair. Like people, mm-hmm. it's not even a, a thing. Natural hair is not a thing. It's just hair. Mm-hmm. And there's no alternative. And that's how they've been living. And and like, I feel like we should just go back to that. <laughs> I just, agree. I should just, we should just, let's just do that, please. I agree. And just use, because I, I've also, like, I understand um, the perspective of people who live in Khartoum and who don't want to transition back to natural hair because you obviously don't have the same access to, like, products and stuff as you would anywhere else. Um, But I also think that that's not... I mean, I agree that the products help, but I also think that, like, you could easily... I mean, just like, you know, we were as kids and just, like, habobatna and whatever, I feel like you could easily... Your hair could easily flourish... With I our own natural agree. products. You know what I'm saying? Like I totally agree. Get that karkar. I used to hate know, karkar. I used to use hate it as that mess. pre-poo Word. or whatever it's works for you. Because I understand the smell is a bit haunting. Okay. I get it. But like there's a lot that you can work with already. I think it's really easy now to find coconut oil in Sudan. Yeah. If that works for you, go for that. If not, I think you can find um, shea butter as well. Yeah. Um, there's olive oil, zit sim sim. What like uh, yeah, you have all so of much the natural things. Almond oil, all everything. Of them. Mm-hmm. Um Removing if you don't want to go natural, that's also your choice. Yes, completely. But if you see me in the street, please don't come up to me and act all surprised and ask me what I do to my hair. Agreed. Girl, it's water. Yeah. Like, it's... I washed it. It's water. Perhaps a twist or two. Like... You know, (laughs) whatever works for you. I just... I think think that's, you know, that's the important takeaway of, like, just, just don't... Don't judge. If you want, you know, however you deal with your hair, that's your businesses. And however I deal with mine is mine. And um, if you want help, I'm happy to offer whatever uh, advice I can. But again... Can you start a YouTube channel? Listen, I'm not going to do that for one reason. People always want to be like... I know exactly why. <laughs> can you help me with this? And then you give them the thing that you do. Or how did you do that? And then you tell them how you did it. And they're like, it didn't work. And I'm like, well, then. Oh, that's not even. That's your hair. That's what I was going Like, for. I don't That's know. not. Like, people will to... tell you, oh, you know, please start a channel. I love your hair. Do it. 
you know, it's gorgeous, help us out. And then you put up one video and everyone's like, oh, you're a whore. Oh, <laughs> you're so ugly. Oh, are you the girl from that other video? That's I had the other reason. Bulky. So you know what? Just know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not no. trying to. Not trying to I have enough stress in my life. Agreed. So. Um, yeah. I just, that's, uh, that was the other disclaimer I wanted to make is that what works for you might not work for someone else and what works for oh, someone definitely. else might not work oh, for you I and that's okay. Please, please be okay with experimenting with your hair and not necessarily just trying one thing and if it doesn't work, then giving up altogether. That's part I of the process. I had to learn that the hard way. It's, it's, um... It's a journey. It is. It is. <laughs> like finding out what works for your hair and stuff. Because also, um, like, a lot of the stuff that they hype up on social media might it's not work bogus. for you. Yeah. And I had to, you know, find that out. Like, um, I remember when I first did my big chop and I was like, okay, I need to get my, you know, my hair back on track and I want mm -hmm. it to be healthy. And so I was reading up that shampoo is really bad for you and mm -hmm. you should just co-wash doesn't work for me really um no not at all i have low porosity hair mm -hmm. and i get a lot of buildup and it's not i can't i cannot like if i co-wash my hair it would be okay for a good month right but then it would be like i'd wash it and it would be it would feel just like super streaky and disgusting mm -hmm. i can't it it doesn't work for me can you explain um, what low porosity hair is for for the sisters out there who might oh, suffer oh from this um so the porosity of your hair is defined by how open or closed the cuticles on your hair are um so if you have high porosity hair that means that your cuticles are very open um so your hair retains moisture easily but it also loses all the moisture instantly so you have to kind of like seal it in mm -hmm. um and then i have low porosity hair where my cuticles are quite yeah the opposite so my cuticles are very closed and it's really difficult to get products to penetrate my hair and hydrate it so i do get a lot of product buildup um And so co-washing does not work for me. Um, that's خلاص. <laughs> yeah, and that's <laughs> fine. Like, yeah, and so I mean, it's just it's just a, a question of you like taking the time to discover your hair and not like be and and I think this is also a thing that I had to learn is like your hair in a in a like your hair in a style and my hair in a style are not going to look the same, even if it's the same oh, yeah. style, and that's mm -hmm. okay. Like, I, I was obsessed with, like, I need, to, need this to look exactly how it looks in that video. Like, that girl. But oh, that girl right. might have a different texture than mine. And so that's See? why it doesn't work. Like, doesn't look the same. And then that takes me to the next point of, like, look for when you're, when you're looking for, if you are a natural girl and you're looking for, like, styles to do or whatever, look for girls who look, like, whose hair looks like yours. See, I've tried that. And I have yet to find... A single person who has the same texture as me because I think that I my hair is like a lot of different textures mm -hmm. I think I'm like 4A a little bit of 4C no 
wait, 4A, 3C, mm-hmm. and then there's just like a dry patch in the, the middle <laughs> that has not yet decided which way it was going to swing. That's mine. Like it doesn't curl, it's just super dry. Right. And it's like, you know, flat and free. It's just like a ball of frizz that never curls. Yeah. And I mean, so I, I like, I've had to learn that I'm not, like my hair is never going to look like whoever is video I'm watching. Right. And you just need to accept that. I've also had to accept that my hair is frizzy as fuck and it's always going to be. And that's not the end of the world. That's also things that really annoy me. Like, you don't have to be frizz-free. Yeah. You don't have to, like, lay your edges all the time. <laughs> and honestly, like, when my hair is, like, my hair is very rarely frizz-free. Mm-hmm. But when it is, it's flat and boring like it doesn't look good it looks just limp like frizz i feel like is the secret to my success honestly like i mean the thing is if if you want like volume and movement and stuff with my hair i am unavoidably gonna get frizz right and that's that's totally fine it's It's totally fine it's not a big deal but what but you know my like my point was that just look for people who who have similar hair texture to yours or something that's close that you can work with just so that you don't have that unrealistic expectation of like well it doesn't look like that if your hair is like coily and hers is wavy it's not gonna look like hers sis it's never gonna look like hers and that's okay look for someone you know you can easily find a banging style or a banging tutorial from somebody who has similar hair to yours and that's it's just it's just research. It's just right. taking the time. And it's it's also a little bit of like self-love. Like just love your texture the way that it is. Exactly. And, and you know, don't don't expect that like curly equals wavy or curly equals right. like perfect ringlets or And and I feel like when, when you really get to know your hair and understand like what it needs and you know and you get your routine together and stuff and you start seeing a change like you yeah. feel that it's more healthy and it's not breaking and you That's know you don't get boost. split ends anymore it's so satisfying yeah it's such a good I feeling. have not seen a split end since maybe a year and a half wow like, I cannot relate to that <laughs> I need a solid trim like a solid but then like I I trim it quite often and like that's the thing like you need I want it to grow, but I also know that I need to trim it if I want to keep it healthy. It's just, girl, you just need to find what works for you. That's Mm -hmm. also the thing I wanted to mention. What hair looks like is not necessarily an indication of how good it is. What is good hair, though? (laughs) No, I mean, okay, let me rephrase that. Um, What hair looks like is not necessarily an indication of how healthy it is. Right. So sometimes my hair will look... But my hair is not healthy. I have a lot of split ends. I have a lot of single strand knots. I have a lot of breakage, whatever, whatever. So don't look at somebody's hair and be like, oh my God, I wish my hair was like that. And she's so lucky. Mm-hmm. And my hair could never be that way. No, sis. You don't know what's really going on on that scalp. Just, mm-hmm. again, focus on you. And that's also like when we were talking about the discrimination against like, you know, coarser textures. Right. People have this idea that if your hair is really 
you know, like a good four C, like right. super coily and thick and stuff that it's somehow it's dry or like yeah. unhealthy or you yeah. can entangle it. Yeah. And that's just like, where is that coming from? I don't know. What? Yeah. Like you can have four C hay that that's hair that's banging and like super yeah. shiny and like, like that girl. I don't remember what listen. her name is. This little girl that's like an Instagram thing like in the natural hair world is like incredible she's like oh her name is riley and uh she has she's a little toddler and um mm-hmm. or she might be like five now i don't know i mean she has 4c hair and her mom like very thick mm-hmm. 4c hair and her mom like always like has her out and froze and like twist us and it's the most beautiful hair i've ever seen it's so shiny and so black and so mm-hmm. thick and just like in the wind and it holds a, a style like nobody's business like not a curl mm-hmm. a style like you know she right. tw- twists it or she does a twist out it just looks so good i think it's a it's a a total it like image changer for the four texture hair mm-hmm. because it just looks it looks great and like you said people assume that like having you know, four A, four B, four C texture hair means like your hair is gonna be like dry or matted, shadow, good, goody or whatever. Not necessarily. Like unhealthy hair is unhealthy I hair regardless understand. of the texture. I feel like we should just like tweet like a bunch of photos of different I people agree. with like different textures. I feel like that would be really I helpful. Agree. Um, but yeah, I don't. I I want to like I want us to retire all of these hair terms that we have. Sudan, like even the term for curly is ugly I'm like you sound like you're <laughs> it, it does sound horrible like I, I need new words to describe our hair texture I agree and I need people to just chill because there's there's a reason I never wear or almost never wear my hair out in Sudan, like mm. being curly or whatever. There's a reason because I know what's coming. Yeah, I know what people are gonna say. Yeah, and I don't have the patience to deal with it. Yeah, so I take that time of me being in Sudan to like give my hair some rest and just like braid it up or right. do some other protective style or something because I I can't I can't like you know you're a stronger woman than I am I I cannot deal with it. It takes a toll on you. It really does. It like it. It's not easy to have people always commenting on your hair. Even, like, for me, I think the comment, the, the unsolicited advice. Right. Of like, I'm like, just leave me alone. Or, like, people who, um, my cousin got married last December, and, I, mm-hmm. and, I, and she called me to ask me what I was wearing for the wedding. And I was like, I have no idea. And she was like, okay, well, you know, I, I think I'm known as the cousin who, like, you have to worry about because she can't put herself together. So she oh, was no. like, she was like, oh, okay, well, you know, if you need any help, just let me know. Also, what are you doing to your hair? I was like, um, and before I could even answer, I'm she was like, it yeah, exactly. It I'm bringing it. In its curly glory. And she was like, are you going to straighten it? I was like, I don't think so. I don't think I have the time to do that. And she was like, you should really think about straightening it. It's just that your hair is really pretty when it's straight. And I was like, okay, now I know I'm coming with my hair curly. And I did. 
I went there with like the most the most shrinkage I could possibly muster, like just short <laughs> and curly. like a good fluffy wash and go. Yeah, you know? like, a, like don't even try to elongate these curls. No, I didn't. I, I did a three strand t- twist out, and I didn't touch it. I was like, I want this is it. This is all you're getting from me. And I could see the disappointment on her face when I walked in. The bride, the bride was obsessed with how my hair looked on her wedding day. Because she thought that your hair that is growing on your head would reflect badly on her. Okay. And her wedding. Her wedding. Ponder. She's getting married (laughs) to the love of her life, but she's She's worried about my hair. I can't. I can't. Stay in your scalp. I don't understand. I'm at, like, I have a, a cousin who also decided to transition back to natural hair. And she has like super thick hair, mashallah, and it was really long and stuff. Like everywhere she went, people were like, Are you going to do something to your hair? Why is your hair like this? I liked it better when it was straight. I, I love that. Um, girl, what? Listen, listen. Like what? And like when it's not Sudanese people telling you stuff like that, it's white, it's white people, people touching, touching your hair. hair. I Even Sudanese people touch your hair. They do? Yeah. Especially oh, guys, I don't like that. Don't girl. don't do that. Don't do that. <gasps> Ew. Yeah, don't do that. No. Yeah. Oh uh, no, I've never had a guy touch my hair ever. Like you know, like without asking for ever. And no, they I never think ask I for would. Permission. They're like, ha ha ha, I, ha, ha. and then they'll like pull on a curl or a twist. <gasps> and I'm like, oh no, oh you would don't die. do that. Don't do that. Oh, that's how people get stabbed in these yeah, streets. That's how do people not die. Do that. <laughs> and the thing is, even with with white people touching my hair, it's it's really listen. I don't want to say traumatic because, like, let's not be dramatic here. But it's it's, it's very very unpleasant. Yeah. And the thing is, I never know how to react. Because, like, it's so off-putting. And then I end up not saying anything. And then I go back home and I get really sad. And I'm like, what, what is this entitlement? Yeah. Why didn't I say anything? Like, yeah. they shouldn't be allowed to do that. I feel like someone invaded my space and then I get really angry. It's, yeah. my, it's a struggle. Um, my brother's in-laws, God bless them. His, his mother-in-law is very nice. A very nice uh, white American lady. She's a very sweet lady, but every time she sees me, she's like amazed by my hair. And if, oh, yeah, and if it's like in a in twists or like if it's out, she'll like always <laughs> touch it. Like she'll be like, "Oh my, your hair is oh, just God, always no. in these amazing styles." And then she'll like, you know, grab it, and I'm like. Okay. Oh, no. see, but so I'm so glad my in-laws don't do that. But like, I'm so it just grateful. makes, and I can't describe why it makes me so uncomfortable. But I just, just me could look It's just, I think, um, the entitlement. Much entitlement. I think it's that look of like this is so foreign. 
oh my god, this exotic thing. But, of like, wow, but, how does it even do that? Like, that really makes me feel cringy. But like, do I get on the bus and see like a blonde girl with really shiny hair and just like automatically <laughs> run through your it? fingers through it? Just like, no. <laughs> do I want to? Sometimes, because it looks nice and soft, but do I do it? No. It's just. Ah, it's tragic. Yeah, it happened to me actually not too long ago. Where was I? I can't remember. Oh, I went to get my eyebrows done. Mm-hmm. And then I was leaving the place, so I was paying, and there were two white girls waiting to get in and get their shit done. Um, and while I was paying, they came past me, and they were like, oh, my God, your hair is amazing. And then she touches it. No. And she's like, oh, and she's like, oh, it's it like a little sucks. pillow. Oh, you fucking bitch. And and like like I said, usually I wouldn't say anything just because I would be like, oh, like right. what? Right, shock. Yeah, like, do I, do, like, do I hit you? Is that, right. like, do, is that what you want me to do? And that day, I don't know what had happened that morning, but I was not having that awareness. It was not the day. I was the not the one. awareness with you. I, I was, it just, it wasn't possible that day. So I just turned it around and I was like, do I know you? And she's like, oh, I love you. Like, Don't touch my hair. And I walked out yes. literally. It took all of I five live. seconds and I was I so live. satisfied. And I think she was really offended. She was offended that I did not want her to touch my hair that was it's on incredible. my head. It's incredible. Uh, it's incredible. I can't, I can't. She's like, oh, also, it's so soft. It's like a pit. No, bitch, no, do I know you? Sis, no, get Goodbye. out of my hair. Ma'asalama. Yeah, I don't know where your hands have been. <laughs> Listen, the other one last point that I'd like to make, speaking mm-hmm. of touching people's hair, if I spend three hours doing a three-strand twist and waiting five days for that style to set and undoing these twists and fluffing them and making the most amazing twist out, I do mm-hmm. not need you to stick your fingers in my head. Okay, um, stick your fingers ma'am? in my head and my drag them. Doesn't touch my hair. Down like, my wh- hair. What are you for? What? Don't why? Finger comb my hair, please. Mm. First of all, curly hair. Don't no. You're not meant to do that. Dry? No. Don't. <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> Once it dries, it's all, like this is it. Don't like don't, don't come close can, to it. Don't breathe into it. You can pull on a coil, perhaps, and let it spring back and enjoy that. But please, do not. Do not finger comb my hair. No. And I don't even understand this thing because I don't like people touching me in general. Like, do if I don't know you, do not touch me or enter my space. Please don't. Just Come on, Shar. Like any part of my body. Do you know how long my wash day? <laughs> Listen, just don't. I, I, no, I'm not having it. Sorry. Oh. Um, that's pretty much all I have to say. Wow, Same. we we were hoping this podcast would be less than an hour. And um, no, it's not happening. Well, you know, if you if you want to. I don't know. Whatever. You know, you know how it is and you know what to do. We're not going to tonight. 
<laughs> we would love, however, to hear your comments, especially yes, the ladies. Actually, I would like all of our listeners, male and female, to yes. comment and let us know how they feel about this topic. Like, what you know, what are some of the things that you struggle with with your hair? Mm-hmm. Or are you natural? Are you not? How do you feel about it? Men, how do you feel about it? Let us know. Hit us up. You can even leave us a SoundCloud comment because that's possible. That's um, a thing. I know we don't mention it, but it's there for you. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter, as always, at NSNM Podcast. You can email us and, you know, let us know. Hit and we'll holler. be back soon to drag our timelines for being trash. As per usual. Right. Bye. Goodbye.